This episode of Pot of the Jam is rated S for spoilers. You've been warned. Can we open my presents now, Mommy? A good guy! Give me three apple, take one, Mark. The story of Alzheimer's is never about one person. My PhD thief. I'm gonna start again. What are you guys? Well, we've been called ghost hunters, paranormal researchers. But we prefer to be known simply as Ed and Lorraine Warren. Hi, I'm Chucky. They want to make a movie about me. <laughs> There's something horrible happening in my house. It came alive in my hand. I, I, I... Oh, for God's sake. Why won't you believe Picking up anything in here, hon. Something awful happened here, Ed. What is it? I'm not interested in being exploited. We have to get out of here. That's not gonna help. This thing has latched itself to your family. There's a lady in a dirty nightgown that I see in my dreams. She's standing in front of my mom's bed. Welcome to the podcast of The Damned. We are talking about possession horror today. And I want to just point out that we're actually recording two possession horror episodes in a row today, which means the three of us in the space of a week, watched six possession horror movies, and there's some pretty intense stuff on the list. So we're 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 perhaps a little bit overwhelmed and, and just emotionally shattered from the experience. But anyway, You're not wrong. I'm Emma. I'm Shory, and I'm Dean. And here we are, rolling into our first possession horror episode. And I I just want to say this is actually one of my favorite genres of horror. So I was very excited. For these two episodes. I actually, there were so many films that I couldn't figure out what to watch that I, I, I took what an easier route, knowing for a while that the two of you wouldn't <laughs> with my film choices for these two episodes. But I also was a little bit crazy. I've had a very busy week. So I actually watched all of the films in one day that's, because that's, I, well, yeah. I was, yeah, it's a bit crazy, especially with the films that we've got. But I actually had a gig where I had to be in drag in my house doing a Zoom, like a Zoom trivia in America mm-hmm. at 8am. So I was getting up at four in the morning to start doing that so I could start watching the films. So I just did a full day of watching and this is one of the most brilliant and diverse genres of horror mm. to yeah, be able to definitely. watch back to back. As insane as watching it back to back is, yep. by the time I got to the last film, my brain was disconnected a little bit to the way it's to the narratives and ways. Well, I imagine it was almost connected to another perhaps well, supernatural realm, when we given get that to, you were- when we get to talking about that film, it's it's interesting where I had a like I think I had a relationship to it like I'm watching it the second time. Oh, I just meant as a result of watching all six. <laughs> yeah. I feel like you would have felt somewhat possessed by the end of that experience. Uh, it, you know what solid, I think what, what twelve almost twelve maybe maybe I'd say at least ten hours of Oh no! It would have, it's more. Hours. It's that twelve hours. Is. It's twelve hours, and my day. Yeah. I was also doing two gigs during the day, and you know, All Stars, Drag Race All Stars came out with two episodes today, so the same day. Whoop, whoop. So I then watched those afterwards as my good. Cushioning. You chased it with yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it's it's <laughs> what I was going to say was it's so brilliant to watch possession. It's so every film is so diverse. All of these are so different, and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, absolutely. So. Where do we where do we whose film do we want to start with for the first episode? I, I think we were going to kick it off with Child's Play. I think was the first one. The, the, yeah. The, the, uh, list okay, we so, had. So that was that was Dean's that was, that was pick for the first episode. Yes. So Shuri, so up with the haven't seen it. I'd only which, ever seen bits and pieces, so I was very excited to watch it in full. So my and, my and horror it, confession is this was the first time I've seen this one, which blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah, but same. I have seen the the only one I've seen is Bride of Chucky. Which right. I actually kind of enjoyed, okay, but cool. I saw it at the time at the movies where it was 
this is dick and fart humor as well, which mm. I'm I'm probably well, 16 years old. Yeah. This is going to be yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah. And this is one of the things I loved about this is one of the, why I'd said I'd only seen parts of it is because I, I'd seen YouTube videos where people sure. had edited together all the bits with the mum from Seventh Heaven. Yes, sure, sure, but we'll sure. get to that. Yeah. A single mother gives her son a much sought after doll for his birthday, only to discover that it is possessed by the soul of a serial killer, played by Brad Dourif, who is awesome in everything. Yeah. Yeah, it now, took, it simple, took me a right? Like, like, yeah. Can I just say about the, the guy that plays the serial killer? I'm watching the start of this again, and I'm like, who is that? And then I realise it's Grima Wormtongue from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's also Doc from uh, Deadwood. Oh, I haven't seen. Deadwood. And he's also one of the probably the best part of Exorcist Three, which is a sequel that I feel like we oh. should have covered, but I went with something else. But Look, okay. Yeah. yeah. There's only another, there's, there's only possession s- movie which you could have used. For there's this another thing. podcast next year. It'll be yeah. fine. <laughs> Look, there's there's so much to. Co- I think if we've learned anything from this podcast so far is that there is more good horror out there than anyone could have imagined. So because true. we're struggling to cover it all. Yeah. So child's play. Oh my god, I love. Look, I'm. I, let's let's talk before Shory starts. <laughs> I mean, this before was exactly this was exactly what I wanted it to be. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just goofy, great horror. Quite chilling for the stupidity of what it is. Mm. Um, they set the premise up so smart from the start. Just get in, get on in there and get into it. And the one thing I love the most is every death is extreme. Yeah, <laughs> like it like is. I will give so you so much yeah. more extreme than in, from the very first one, mm. which I'm like, this is great. It's I feel quite like dramatic. I feel like Wes Craven watched a lot of those tried to emulate that kind of humour in the mm. deaths in Scream. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? A lot like, more explosions yeah. than you think for a movie about a killer. Oh my god, completely. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're a doll, like why would fire be the choice that you – but, you know, still. I, <laughs> yeah. I loved it and I'm more curious to find out why Shory didn't. But And what about you? Um, well, look, the, some of our listeners might remember that in the first two episodes of this podcast um, I revealed a story about how I saw this film when I was way too young and wet the bed mm-hmm. so massively that Beware. it dripped through the mattress Beware. on Beware. top of my friend who was sleeping on the bed below <laughs> me. Fear we. So but her dream about rain was lovely. So yeah. Well, I, I hope it was warm rain. Mm. Um, <laughs> summer rain. Yeah, a summer shower. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I did not wet the bed after watching it this time, which was a success. Woo. Yes. Um, but look, I mean. Watching it again, it's it's hard for me because I didn't honestly have a complex about this movie for so many years. So watching it again, I, there were moments where I was like, oh, God, I remember how scary this was to me. And I guess, look, I it obviously doesn't feel as scary now, but I can still see watching it again through adult eyes. I'm like, this is creepy. Watching and it as a child, it's very, like, I mean, if you, yeah, you'd watch it, I mean, not even as a child, as a teenager. It is scary. Yeah, it is scary and I can see how and it is a cre- Chucky is a creepy doll yeah I can understand what how this became sort of the the template for the possessed toy or creepy toy kind of subgenre of horror I mean even chatting to people about watching this everyone even if they haven't seen it everyone knows about this movie everyone's oh, everyone familiar with Chucky, Chucky yeah. as yeah. as the creepy doll I was talking to some colleagues saying I'm watching Child's Play I haven't seen it for years and they're like oh I don't know that one and I said oh it's 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 the the seminal movie about a possessed doll and my friend said oh like Chucky and I was like that's the film that that <laughs> is the, the film. film so mm. I look I enjoyed this I think it's I don't know. I think it's a good movie. For a movie of its time, it's not a lot of 80s horror. You go back and watch it and you're like, oh, dear God. Like it's so – No, it hits it really well. It's really not. It hasn't aged too badly. I still get a shiver up my spine during the scene. The hair, right? Everyone's hair. 
No, yes, <laughs> that, especially the doll. And um, the, yeah. But, but during the scene where she, the, the mum from Seventh Heaven, um, picks it's up. It's the mum from Seventh Heaven and yeah. her friend is Marty from Grace. And and the cop is Prince Humperdinck and from the, the Princess Bride. Prince Humperdinck from the Princess Bride. Yeah, there it's you a go. good it's a good cast. But when she picks up the the box that Chucky came in and the batteries fall, fall out, out. That and was she cool. had just oh, been, yeah, I'm like cool. that is still I'm like that's a good moment. And you know what? When, it's a great moment, but also what was brilliant about that moment, the, my brain immediately clicked to keeping in mind that I'd been up since four a.m. Mm. Um, clicked to the Simpsons episode where you just had to put the batteries and flick good or bad yeah. or crusty. Yes, yeah. here's oh your problem. This doll set to evil. That's set to evil. Like, and that's all it was. And I'm Krusty the Clown. I'm going to kill you. Well, that, a part of me thought for a second, I'm like, oh, my God, is that the way to depossess Chucky is to just put the batteries yeah. in? <laughs> and I thought that that was going to be the journey yeah. that we were yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, look, it, like, to set it up, it, it, yeah, he, he – he, so we yeah. voodoo's himself into I, yeah. I assume yeah. that's what that was. So so I mean at the, the opening of this film, we I'm just gonna call him Grima Wormtongue because that's my touch point Don't for this, this actor. Um he we, he's clearly some kind of um, he's a serial criminal. Killer. They on say the he's run. the something strangler. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah. some kind of he, he's a serial killer. But why when there's a serial killer is there always just one cop oh no, two cops chasing him like yeah. he he's on the run um from cops that are chasing him down. He runs through a toy store and it becomes evident at that I don't know, you just have to assume once he starts chanting and the sky's open that, oh, okay, Which, he knows some that, kind of That voodoo. toy store too, I want to know how they got the rights to 90% of the oh toys my God, in there. They must There's know. Barbie and I She-Ra think, and all sorts yeah, of yeah. Well, when you think about it, it's the 80s. Like, it is so yeah. – I don't think it's a stretch. They just did it. Yeah. No, 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 yeah, it's yeah. not that they just did it. Like, they still would have had to pay some money, but it would have been you pay this amount for these bulk of toys. Like, yeah. It, yeah, a mo- it's a movie toy store, even though it's going to be a horror. Like, it's, it's – yeah. Usually they do generic toys. But they it's will not – usually when you think back then, that's not the case. Like, in the – 80s, a lot of films when there were toy stores, you saw the actual toys. Yeah. Like, mm. it's not like now. It and just, now yeah. it is generic toys that are made because there's yeah, so much. Yeah. In a movie about a killer doll, it surprises me that most of them went, Yeah, put my toys in this movie. No, but yeah. it would have just been agreements with, with, um, it would have just, I reckon it would have just been blanket agreements. Anyway, with, anyway yeah. We digress. Really not, not important. <laughs> he, not important. He's, he was trying to get away from the cops that are chasing him and wants to inhabit another body to escape. There's no other bodies around. So he's like, eh, here's a doll. I'm going to just inhabit the, the, the body of this doll. Um, that happens. Uh, we cut to the mum from Seventh Heaven and her son, <laughs> who is actually heaven. quite a good. Actor, I think. I, the son I think did he, really he well. He does a really good job. Yeah. Um, evidently, the doll is this um, a good guy's doll, mm. which is a really popular cartoon on TV, and all the kids want a good and guy's doll. It's the thing to have. Yeah. There's the cereal. He's got the outfit. Mm. He's got everything else. It all. Um, it's his birthday, and the mum evidently wasn't able to find a good guy's doll in time, or they were too expensive, or you know. Oh, she didn't know. She was able. She, there were two. They come in as a pair or something. Well, no, so she got I, I one think and she. Not the other. No, I think she said she heard about she it too late. Bucks. Yeah, she, she heard about it too money. late, and they were sold out. Couldn't yeah. afford it that month. I think so she, says as well. she, as you do, her her <laughs> friend says, "Oh, there's a dodgy." You know, panhandler at the back of Marty from of, Greece, of, which yeah, yeah, at the back of the store that's selling one, and so she goes out there to this guy with his shopping trolley full of dodgy wares and, and brown teeth, um, yeah, and she buys this Chucky doll off him. But I love that they're like, but it better not be stolen. Yeah, I'm like, I know, 
right? You, no, he went to a shop and bought bitch, it himself. Where do you think yeah. this came from? It. But they work. Like, in, they work in retail, so they're just trying to carry some integrity for their jobs. Yeah. <laughs> All I could notice was like there was a rip on the box, and I was like, oh, dodgy discount. Oh, can't tell that um, on eBay. But yeah. Well, I mean, well, no, imagine no, how many of the Chucky uh, of the good guy dolls they mm. threw away. Yeah, um, yeah, because yeah. there was the body of a serial killer <laughs> surrounded by them, you know, in a store. Well, like that's it. You got to, you know, yeah. That would um, a lot of people. Funny thing is, I couldn't, I couldn't get that out of my mind. And when the kid was opening the present, because she, she, she gets it for him, I'm like, oh, it's gonna notice the rip on the box and it's gonna be dodgy. <laughs> he didn't even notice. He opened ha- it. How long have you been around children? Since when was the last time? I don't. Yeah. it's not a thing. <laughs> it's, it's out of, it's out of thing in my They life. will rip the box to get to the toy, and then they don't know what. My it only is. reference like, for children is me as a child. Yeah. And I would have been like, why is there a rip on the box? <laughs> anyway, this kid doesn't notice. He's he's just like, oh, pulls it out of the packet and he's like over the moon about his um, – and apparently they all have different names. When you when you get them to talk, they say, mm. hi, I'm Chucky. Chucky, and you know what I think is play? what is great about the, the Chucky doll as well is they they do work to make it not seem as – it seems weird, but it's not sinister in the way no. that Chucky is. I feel, thought that was really smart about yeah. the puppetry. And, and to, to begin <gasps> with it, it, he just, you know, seems – yeah, it doesn't seem too sinister um, – and then I don't, I'm not I'm not going to go over the entire plot of the movie, but you know, as you probably but basically guess, then goes- yeah we and and what's good about it is that we start you know you realise that there's this hilarious stupid scene with the gay boss at work <laughs> who in, insists that she she has to the other person can't work retail because she doesn't do jewelry it's all stupid so the uh, mum yeah, has yeah, to stay yeah. behind on her kid's birthday yes the friend Marty from Greece is looking yep. after her and then the death toll starts Chucky and throws her out with kids, well kids with a yes. no, hits her with a window. hammer that she stumbles and trips backwards to such a degree that she flies. She flies out the window. Out the window. And yeah. that, as our first death, I was Hits like. with a hammer the size of a baby's forearm. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that, which is somehow enough for her to stumble well, I mean, backwards used, and fall out of the window. a lot of force. It's just. <laughs> I have questions about the force, actually. Of not the hammer. The force. Because like, I was about to say, we're not talking about midichlorians right um, now. No, no. No, like, is so. Okay, I watched this with my husband, who also had never seen it, but okay. felt like he had because yeah. he'd seen so many references to it. Um, and I, at one point I was like, okay, can we just pause this? It's a fucking doll. Yeah. Why aren't people just kicking it across the room, just throw it away? And he's like, well, maybe it has the strength of the guy that's in it. And I was like, oh, Which is what I assumed as well. That would explain a lot. I, I assumed oh. that too. Yeah. Only I, because, yeah, it's, it's a thought. All I, all I can keep thinking is like, just fucking throw it yeah, away. But what's pretty cool is they made uh, like some of the elements and things that they do, they make out like – if it was a real person, what would they do? So mm. from that moment, it's like everyone's thinking the kid's done this. Well, and also they see tiny little um, footprints. Um, yeah. When, when the, when the cops funny. come to investigate the scene, they see um, – because flour was knocked over in the kitchen when, when What's-Her-Face from Greece went flying out the window and they see these flowered kind of little footprints – um, and the kid's like, it wasn't me, it wasn't me, it was Chucky. Um, and uh, do you know what? It's that it's that good little creepy thing that's done with that. Like, mm. you know, and, and there's a storyline that you don't really notice until later and it's the fact that um, the cop that's connected to, like, is on the news and he's watching it. So so the, the serial killer vowed to kill the two cops that yes. were kind of – after him. After yeah, him. Yeah, on the case. And and that's the other element to this story. And yes. it's just, look, it's great. Like that first death with the hammer and you're just going and bang. Yeah. But then with the, the thing that made me laugh was that 
she gets home when her kid's there and all these cops are in her house mm. and it's obviously and a not crime just, scene and, and she goes, no, no, everybody get the fuck out of my house. Oh, I know. And the cops just like, and they're like, okay, guys, we have, <laughs> clean we have up, to go. Stop taking fingerprints, like, stop checking for evidence okay. and get out, boys. Come on. Yeah. I'm and like, the kid, you have to go back to bed. I'm like, your son has been alone. Like, <laughs> let's, let's break like, it down. The, the woman, she's gone out the window. The mm. super must have let them in. He's still in his room and there's at least 15 cops yeah. Yeah. Especially in the house. Especially when they're sitting on the, on the couch and reading the paper. no one's in there. Yeah, like, yeah, there's just a cop. Like, they're just doing cop things, like nothing. Doing yeah. cop things. And, and there's that one um, token chauvinistic cop always. with the ridiculous huge um, trench coat and his porn mo. Yep. And I'm like, oh, what is this guy even I for? I felt like we were watching Cruising again. Yeah, yeah. He's just there to make smarmy, like, yeah. uh, sleazy comments. Kiss. But, it's yeah, so she's like, I will come and speak to you all. I'll answer all your questions all the time. Get out of my house, and then yells at her son to go to bed when her friend is dead. Mm. Like she'd be in shock. There's so many different elements mm-hmm. to it that just make you. Uh, for a mother who was really concerned about missing her son's birthday and getting her son the right gift, you treated him pretty badly. Mm. But yeah, so the kid figures out it's Chucky from the start. The next death was when after. So so the mum's really concerned. Uh, you know. She's like, oh, my God, what's my kid done? Sends him off to school. He takes Chucky the doll and he's dressed identical to the doll as well and is pretty much the same size as the doll. Mm. So there's a lot in that. Mm. There's a lot in that. And – and then they leave school because Chucky's been whispering to him to do get things. On a train for yes. an hour. Get on a train, like, and you're just like, "What?" And we all know it's the doll, but what the hell's going on? Mm. And then um, my <laughs> hilarious bit is like, there's a, kind of like an abandoned, dangerous neighborhood, an abandoned mm. area, and then he puts Chucky in a chair and goes, "Stay here, Chucky. I just have to wee." Yeah. And goes yeah. like to a pole, and we're, I'm, I'm talking a kid with a doll walking through. What looked like homeless spaces like and everything. It's, it's dangerous. I, I, yeah. yeah, it's dangerous. But I'll just pee on this box that could be someone's home or there yeah. could be someone it living in it. It was almost post-apocalyptic. Well, I mean, he doesn't so, know that. He's a kid. But that's the thing. And then he's taking a whiz. I won't be long, Chucky. And I'm like, yeah. this is confusing. But also, I, oh no, wasn't he wearing – he's wearing overalls but with his jacket. Yes. So – a part of me was oh, like, "Oh, you were wondering how he weed? How he weed in overalls?" But that's because I noticed different things about this movie. <laughs> I'm overalls. like, "There's a rip on the box." Yeah, <laughs> I love that we still haven't even gotten to Shory's point um, of what Shory thinks. Yeah, okay. but yeah, and then we have the next extreme death, which is the cop um, running into the house uh, in the house, trying to figure out what's going on. And Chucky's gone in the house. No, that's, no, that's his partner. Who's part? Oh, that's Chucky's it's a serial killer. It's partner. another yeah, serial killer yeah. partner. Sorry, oh, that's what no, it was. No, isn't this that's house? what it was. The serial killer was on the run. Yeah, because yeah. he puts the, the gas and on. he turns oh, the gas on, right, and then right. the house explodes. And someone made of plastic. He likes fire. I'm totally. thinking of the voodoo guy's house. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah. getting confused about and what then, things happening. And then it's like um, the mum shows up to the police, and 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 this is the thing as well, where it's like the mum shows up to the cop thing to answer their questions the next day, like she said she would. And it's like you haven't gone to get your son from school, and the son's there, and I'm like, but you know that. Because you have him in the precinct. And you would have called her to say, we have your child. And you didn't call the mother. Like, there's so many. And I was just like, there's a lot here. And then the psychologist as well, when he's like, yeah. I've seen enough, blah, 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 blah. He yeah, and the psychologist. The so, like, Where did so you come from? Suddenly the kid is, um, go, the kid, and the kid's like being put into psychology jail. And she's like, oh my legit, God, they think that my was son's a, a murderer. Jail jail jail. And yeah. I, or, or legit jail. And, and I'm like, the mum's like, I don't, this is not my son. So I'm going to figure out what's going on. 
with no idea what's going on. <laughs> and then that brilliant moment where she takes the Chucky box and mm. the batteries fall out after Chucky talks to after her. After she's been talking to him. And then she's like, oh, my God, and realises it's Chucky. And then mm. the, I love, like, Chucky basically runs out of the house, runs into the elevator, and she can't see Chucky. And the mm. elevator's just moving down but and that, she's running after it. That, that whole mm. scene where she's she picks him up and, he, and his head turns around and he goes, yeah. I'm Chucky, you want to play? And then he's yeah. like, you fucking uh-huh. bitch, you yeah. bitch, I'll yeah, fucking yeah. kill you. Like, and that's, and that's <laughs> that the first time you get to see – Chucky, it's great. Yeah. Chucky's Chucky. violent. Well, and it's the first time you get to see his um, his face he, he, animated. He's like the animatronics a on that face are incredible. Yeah, prior it's great. to that, all you, you don't see. And the, look, to yeah. be positive, After seeing the effects Gremlins, on Chucky are incredible. They're yeah. fantastic, and Especially they're creepy the time, as fuck. Really After seeing good. Gremlins two, I, this could have gone a very different way, and they they leveled the cuteness with the evil really brilliantly. Yeah, but I mean, we could keep barreling down with the rest of it. I'm curious to see what Shuri yeah. thought. Why did Why did you hate it? I I think it, the hype killed it for me. I think because I hadn't seen this movie yeah. before, I expected I something that. else. Yeah. I, I, lo- I love that you expected something else from a movie about a possessed child. You've no, seen I the do. movies I watch. I do get yeah, that fair. though. Anything that's got like this much hype Legacy. and it's, and and, it's kind of a and seminal text, you, you sort of – no, I, I get it. Like, so I, mean, I think for well, me, I, I enjoyed it because I saw it in the 80s as a mm. kid. So for me, that nostalgia and that yeah. fear that it – invoked in me originally is still kind of present in my mind. Yeah. The first thing I said to Amy after we watched it last night was how did this get six more sequels? I don't get it because it's yeah. pretty much done and it's it was fine. Yeah. I, I didn't sit there and go, holy crap, that was incredible. It was but just there was, like it I was guess because okay. there was nothing like it. Yeah, there was nothing like it. And, and before the 80s. There was already dolls. There was Puppet Master. There was all sorts yeah, of stuff like Child's that. Yeah, but Child's Play just did it, it in it, a way it that – It hit it like – I know you're frustrated, but it hit <laughs> it in frustrated, a, but it was more uh, – I felt let down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because I just feel like it heated it really well in the sense, and this is the thing of it, where it's like the, it wasn't about him being a doll, it was about him being a person in a doll's body. Mm. Yeah. So the, the, basically he realises that he could be and, – and and when he's attacking the woman, I think the cop shoots his arm and mm. – uh, oh, no, first the cop doesn't believe it and then he attacks the cop in the car, that's right. Mm-hmm. And then the cop believes that, oh, now I believe that it's a doll. Yeah. And he realises he can be hurt. Mm. And he has to put himself into the child's body. Like, there's really, it's it's just really, yes, and the child was really, right. you know what I mean? That the part. intent, well, we, yeah. We, I, I just wanted Humperdinck when Chucky goes, I'm going to kill you at the start, to go, I would not say such things if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I love that for reasons unknown, like, so when when Chucky the doll goes, he goes to his, his voodoo guy. Because everyone's so got well, a guy. he's obviously con- connected to satanic or voodoo or something. Yeah, and he goes to see his voodoo guy, and he's like, "You got to help me." The fuck, I'm in yeah. this doll's body, <laughs> and that's um, this is what's good about it. It's like that's creepy and cool. It was, creepy. yeah, and yeah, um, and again, like the effects, it's it's fantastic. This doll standing there on his kitchen bench, just like, and he really looks like a a pissed off. Criminal. Yeah. He's just he like, looks like a person, and, and this is what makes like it work. And, like. Yeah, the things he's thinking of, the way he's doing things, like he is—he's yeah. thinking like a person because yeah. he is one, I guess. Yeah. And and that's this is why it it was so chilling. It's not about him mm. being a doll. Mm. It's about him being a person. Well, actually, in a doll. that was the interesting thing for me rewatching it. Right, watching it as a kid, I didn't really my memory of it. I didn't notice or remember or pay any attention to the person possessing the doll's body as a kid it was just a doll that came yeah. to life and was yeah, evil yeah. and that's what was terrifying watching it again as an adult i'm like 
Oh, and, and it kind of made me think in terms of the possession horror genre, it's actually quite clever because yeah, it's not yeah. about a spirit possessing a body. This no, is it's about a, a, person. a person possessing a toy and it, it hits it, it hits in a different way when you watch it as an adult. Mm. But back to the voodoo scene. Well, Well, and that's, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and to me, I know that there's a lot about this movie that beggars belief, but for me the fact that, for some convenient, weird reason, the only way apparently that he can get out of the doll's body is he has to possess the body of the first human that he reveals himself, himself to, to. Which is the key. Why? Yeah. But that's just what it is. And, and even because the doll's like, oh, reason, you're fucking kidding yeah, me. Yeah, <laughs> we needed a reason for it to be the kid. Yeah. yeah. Like, Only because that makes it more terrifying. And honestly, and they just sat really down well. with the script and they were like, Oh, let's – it's no one's going to question it. It's completely. some kind of voodoo shit. You just, and, it just and has to the be the other thing that's very cool about this is the way in which, like, it's a while before Chucky reveals himself. It's a while – like, they really it's, layer it's 45 it. minutes into the movie before you see him actually talk. Yeah, and mm. that's the thing. It's like it's really layered in what they do and how they do it to reveal it. And then mm. – so then when when it starts and it starts spiralling, it spirals yeah. massively. And he's trying – and basically he – Chucky – the kid's freaking out because Chucky's breaking into the jail – and yes. he's going to kill him. The scene where the kid is so terrified was, in the jail. He did a that really, really good job. Good. I, that's, and and I'm there's not, the psych- not, you know. He, the kid was a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the psychologist, like, I don't see Chucky in there. And then basically um, the psychologist gets in, the kid gets out, traps Chucky. In the, it's, and, the, and it's hilarious where the psychologist is trying to force – well, not hilarious – trying to force the kid into a straitjacket and then Chucky just – Cuts his calves, yeah, and, and it's and like electrocutes him. Yeah, and electrocutes him, and that's the thing is like now we're at the point where it's just the mum's trying to save her son, the cops trying to save them yeah. both. Um, it could have been an awful romantic thing, but instead it wasn't, which is great. Thank yeah. God. And then, and what I love is now we get to a point where there are literally three endings, and each of them could have been satisfying, and they just keep layering it on. So they mm. get back to the house because the house is the only place the mum has said to the kid, just go home if you feel unsafe. Yeah. There's yep. a key under the mat. So many problems. This is, the, you know, <laughs> the and 80s. This, like, wow. And uh, and so she's got a key under the mat. The kid gets home, and then Chucky's in the house, and they get there, and, and, and it's brilliant. Like the mum mm. lights Chucky on fire, mm. and he still just doesn't die. I like that bit in, in the fireplace when he's doing the, Andy, we're friends for we're life. Friends for life. Like, this this is the end. Yeah, it's yeah. great. Friend. So yeah, this good. is the end. Friend. Yes. It's great. And this is and this is why I loved it where it's just like they're not afraid. And and these actors are working their butts off mm-hmm. to nail this and make it work. And and every and then he's Chucky's been because remember it's only if you shoot Chucky you through the but heart. You've got to shoot him through you've the You've got to destroy the his heart, heart for he, Chucky to die. Which for the mum being a, such a good shot when she shoots him in the head and blows his arms and legs off. Well, you but would you, would you think of the heart? I wouldn't think of the heart well, for no. a girl. I wouldn't imagine oh. because he told she was there when the. Oh, told that's the right. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, she was. That's right. That's why they know about Which the. Which always baffles me in movies when the cop takes. Oh, come with me to the. Uh, interview the suspect oh, and the dangerous suspect's house. Where do I begin? But, yes. But, um, yeah, so, and then, you know, it's like he gets burnt, burnt up mm. and then he's, his head's decapitated and mm. things like that. His body jumps out to attack the cop. And this is what I mean. It's like each point could have been an ending and it just keeps mm. on going until mm. he's shot through the heart and then they're finally free of this nightmare. Mm. Um, but I, if I was that kid, I would never touch a toy again. Uh, no. no. And I have to say that that final act or specifically from the point when they set him on fire that is like the part of the movie that 
for, for the young me was the most of course, stuck yeah, yeah. in my mind. It's, and rewatching it, I'm like, fuck. oh, God, I remember this. Yeah. When the kid's like, yep. this is the end, friend. <laughs> and then he's all burnt up and terrifying. It's and so cool. It is, it's pretty good. Um, I have to say, so when we were watching this, um, because Elroy was <laughs> half watching, half, I think like you, Shory, he was like, oh, seriously, this is not that good. Why is this movie so famous? Because, you know, when you watch it for the first time when it's got this legacy, that's what happens. Yeah. Um, but remember, just, it's the, the, the what's famous is the legacy that yes, it built. Not, yeah. It's not necessarily yeah. the But I, the first Chucky one, I saw was when he was the cartoon character like Freddy was in, you know, uh, 3, 4, 5. Oh, he was jokey, he was yeah, okay. smoking yeah, and swearing yeah, and, okay. you know, he was kind of cool – at yeah, that point, okay. like he was a, he's a yeah, monster yeah, serial yeah. killer, but everyone loved Freddy at a point too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. okay. Well, um, let me tell you because Elroy was sitting there on the couch just Googling stuff and he was like, babe, hang on. And he got me to pause the movie for a second and played me a trailer. There is a TV show coming out this year based on Child's Play yep. starring the kid. Yep. The same actor is coming back. Because it follows on from um, Cult of Chucky, the last movie. Yeah. What? Yeah. There's a TV series coming out and, like, the trailer is like this. It opens in um, a toy store and it's oh spanning across mm. the shelves. And I'm like, same are you fucking kidding too. me? If you're like us, you'll be celebrating the spooky season in lockdown this year. But that doesn't mean that you can't still have a great spooky time. So here are some of my top tips for celebrating Halloween in lockdown. Part one. Firstly, have a scary movie marathon. This is the best excuse to stay inside and watch all of your favourite horror flicks over the course of days, nights, an entire week. It doesn't matter. Make a list and watch them all month. Number two. Focus on decorating the outside of your house or your apartment, your balcony, whatever it is, anything that people from the street can see, because this means you're going to bring a little bit of spooky fun to everyone else's lockdown as they're going out for their daily walks. And for number three, consider going ghosting. Ghosting is when you drop off a sneaky little parcel to someone's house. It could be a neighbor, it could be a friend within your designated radius and leave it on their doorstep without them knowing. So think about baking some spooky Halloween treats and drop them off at the doorstep of your neighbour's house. Have fun! the teaser there was the evil dead remake where bruce campbell popped up at the end of it and went groovy and you never nothing ah, ever came of it. <laughs> okay all right are all we right. ready to move on to the next film which is the conjuring oh so we're going to do the conjuring next you better believe it all righty so right. i'm just trying to find there are no child in child's play child actor i just want to see what he looks like now because i feel like he wouldn't age well <laughs> no i saw a photo of him before he looks all right we had he that with right. heavyweights the other day. We watched that Disney movie about the kids who go to the uh, wellness. Oh camp. no, he does. He, oh, had a, he, he had a bad, a bad stint of teenagerism, and oh, now man. he looks great. Who hasn't had bad one of those? Stint of teenagerism. Who didn't have one of those? Sadly, we all had that. <laughs> all right. So the Conjuring. The Conjuring. Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren work to help a family terrorized by a dark presence in their farmhouse. And now this was M's pick, and this yep. was great. Yeah. Um, very good pick. Can, I'm just I, like yes. Can yes, I just it say is. before we get started, Ron Livingston. 
One of the most underrated actors of all Which time. Which one's that? He is the dad. The dad, yes. I love Can I tell you? Oh, and, and it he's, took he's me so a minute to realise that that's so the guy from things. fucking Office Space. Swingers. Yeah, well, so many things. But this is what yeah. I love as well. This is a great cast. Like, same with the mother. Mm. Um, who she's brilliant. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, she, yeah. I wouldn't say she's, she's, brilliant. she's underrated in any way, shape or form. But what I love is the minute I know that she's cast in something, yeah. I know mm-hmm. I'm going to like it. Like, I've never not. Yeah. And she always does these amazing. Yeah. Oh, she's just great. So well, this was yeah. a brilliant film a brilliant film but i kept thinking what what's the deal with annabelle the whole way through <laughs> it's this film is such world building it's, well that's that's right and yeah, this is i was going to say something before we started recording and i was like no, no no save it for the podcast so this film has a number of sequels but not just sequels it has a number of spin-off movies based around annabelle okay. um the the doll so this is annabelle is 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 just as Shuri said, it's world building. Annabelle is. It yeah, took me sure. ages because I was, I was like, it took me quite a while because I kept thinking, was Annabelle, was that the house, with the apartment that the people were in at the start of the film, was that the house they're in? I kept looking for a connection and it took me a while to realise well, Anna- that connection Annabelle is, is based on people. a real doll. Annabelle oh God, is actually really? based on a, a true, I'm doing air quotes here, mm. story. Annabelle is actually, but if you see the actual real Annabelle doll, it's a raggedy Ann doll. It yeah. doesn't look creepy. Mm. It just looks like a normal doll. Well, the couple, um, it's Ed the couple who go and, yeah, that's based on a true story as and well. And they are, look. And they are controversial. Yes. Very controversial. What do you yeah. mean? Well, they are seen as shysters. They are seen mm. as. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. They, it's hard to tell because they do, they made a lot of money off pe- vulnerable people as well. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, so whether their mm. shtick was real or not mm. or whether they talked a lot of crap, but they mm. made a lot of money off people who were obviously either having mental issues or yeah. they, or they took advantage of a lot of people. Mm. Yeah, okay. Mm. Yeah. We could but, say that. They're, they're both dead now, so they're not going to sue us. Yeah. But the film <laughs> is a lot of fun. I, I yeah. picked this film because it's one of uh, – for me, this is one of those films that just – it just hits the sweet spot. It's yeah. scary enough – that I get a lot of – I get that adrenaline rush watching it through through all the, the spooky bits but not so scary that I can't fall asleep at night and we'll talk about that later. Um, <laughs> well, for you guys, we'll talk about that tomorrow. Um, yeah, so this uh, this is one of my this is one of my favorite possession. It's really um, good films, and like it's a it's a long film. It's about yeah. two hours. But, it's well, almost two hours long, and it's but, got quite a lot. Like but it's got a lot in I there. I think one of the good things as well is setting it in a different decade as well. Yeah. makes gives it this whole. Well, that's when the Warrens were at their peak as yes. well. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So but if you the, set it now, yeah. it doesn't work. And I love the idea of looking at these. Um, uh, taking these these people as the the basis for a horror series about possession, I just yeah. I just kind of love the yeah. the setup. So, speaking of the setup, so this this film opens as Dean was alluding to earlier. It, it opens with a story that kind of th- throws you throws you a bit to begin with because you think, hang on, what is this movie going to be about? So, mm-hmm. you see this couple, um, a religious couple that uh, apparently help people who have got a possession problem or spirits in their house or whatever and they help to exercise the demons or, or explain what's happening. And they're helping um, – it's said in, in the 60s, they're helping a group of girls who live together um, who claim that they had a spirit in the house and they claim the spirit contacted them and it, it, it was not not an evil spirit and they, they said, look, we don't mind actually sharing the space with you 
um, you can possess this doll. <laughs> I'm saying out loud, it's ridiculous, as if you would. But they're like, we don't mind. Look, you need somewhere to, like, you need something to inhabit. You can't have us. You can possess this doll. But then shit starts to go awry yeah. and they go, go to this couple and they're like – and the couple tell them, actually, this is not the spirit of a person. This is a demon and they were tricking you. Um, it's very – a little bit to, of host in there. Like, yeah. yeah. We found something to possess. To yeah, tr- to yeah. yeah. And he said it's not actually possessing the doll. It's it's making you believe the doll is is possessed. So it's kind of got – it's getting a, a hold of your psyche and making you mm. afraid so that it can feed off that fear. And they're like, oh, shit. Um, and to be completely honest, I don't even remember what – happens with they them. They pretty much just take the doll they, and take they, it well, I'm assuming they, they trap – I'm assuming – I assume that they trap the spirit in the doll know. and that's I what guess, happens. I like. guess they do. But, yeah, they take the doll away um, and then we we come to understand that this couple, this is sort of what they do. They um, they make, as Shuri pointed out, this is based on, on a true story, they make a living um, – Going around and helping—this is all in air quotes—helping <laughs> people who who have spirits um, in their home or, or some kind of demonic um, entity, um, and they help them to exercise the demons or to get rid of the spirits. Um, and they give lectures about you know yeah. paranormal whatever stuff. Um, and they're you know they're obviously they're fascinating people. they obviously they don't see it as this is how they make a living. They see themselves as well. They're um, not portrayed as shysters in any way. Shape or form no, the they're film. not. They're, they're portrayed as um, smart like academics, crusader yeah. people who work with the church to help individuals at a cost to themselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have this um, they have this brilliant which which is I love the room at their house because that's so ripe for yeah. spin off movies and sequels. There's a room where they store all of the possessed items that they take from or just evil items from from the cases of the people that they help. And you know you see them walk through the room and like the camera pans across all these fascinating looking items and you're just like ooh, I w- could be a movie based on that. So many yeah, things. Yeah, like the the but clapping. It, what also doll blows my mind is the door and when the door. Just found down there, and I'm just like, you know what? You should know not to go in there by now with parents like this. <laughs> yeah, and also you shouldn't—they shouldn't even go in that room without closing and locking the door behind them when yeah. you've got a kid in the house. Yeah. And anyway, the the main point is that for you to see, they've taken the doll Annabelle and locked her in a special glass cupboard with a lock that says it says positively do not open, not yeah. just do not yeah. open, it's yeah. positively do not open. Yeah. But but um, the daughter looks at Annabelle and you're just mm, like, oh, something could be wrong. Yeah. And but so you sort of think you <laughs> looks do. Looks at Annabelle like, uh, what's his name, Rhodey at the end of the first Iron Man. He looks at the War Machine armor and goes, next time. Next time. But you yeah. do, and you do think, oh, something to do with this doll is going to be in this movie. And spoiler alert, it, it's not. It's it is it is seated there as part of a as um, story expansion, which I which I now that I have which seen other movies, well, it, it actually wasn't. I mean, I didn't know cool. that, so it's it didn't confuse me to such a degree because this story is telling about something larger. Mm. I mm. didn't see that as an issue or a problem. No, I don't think it's an issue or problem either. And and once you realize what it's there for it's kind of cool yeah and and you should you should go and watch the annabelle oh, i'll movie. absolutely be watching more but um we well, there's we, three conjurings there's the nun and yeah. there's three and then annabelle's there's, yeah well yeah. and then during all of this we're meeting this family that have moved into a house yes and everything's happy and look at us it's one of those typical fucking families from the 60s i'm like we were again i was watching this one with elroy and we were like stop 
fucking. You've got five <laughs> yeah, you've daughters. Got five, yeah. Jesus, yeah. stop. Yeah, yeah I got two. Like, that's enough. Yeah. Bloody hell. Like, and I was like, would you not get to the third and go, I think we've got enough. And then like when they, they move into their new house and the first night in the new house there, the kids, they all move in. Five fucking kids. You'd be constantly run off your feet. Yeah. And they and go I up into the master bedroom. And I love the way the kids all talk bedroom. the next morning. Yeah. They go up into the master bedroom and they're like, they start making out and the guy says something. I can't even remember what he does or says, but it suggests that, you know, oh, they should christen the new place. And or and I was just like, this is why they've got five fucking kids. They're red, like, <laughs> no more christening. Yeah, exactly. Stop. How do you have the energy? Like, As a father of two daughters? He is not anywhere near grey enough. <laughs> and just we, we we were like, how could you? How can you be buggered to be buggered? Yeah. To be honest, <laughs> no, that's in, fair. Like, yeah. But anyway, well, that that aside, um, we realise that the story is about this family yeah. and the the home that they've moved into, which you start to realise is evidently um, some fucked up shit has happened in this house, yeah. and there are some malignant spirits um, hanging around, um, and they start to have some really um, terrifying experiences in in the home, and they managed to track down this couple to to enlist their help. Um, can I just say before we get to the creepy stuff, I just adore the wardrobe and the yeah. set for this. It was beautifully film. done. So they and they like, find yeah, in- so sixties. Like watching us, just like there is not enough. There is not enough quilted paisley in yeah. the world anymore. Like, oh, this, this beautifully sets up. So there's this house and the house has like hidden bits to it where people have boarded up. Yes. Where there's furniture and things that they find as they're going. Well, so, the boarded up um, basement yeah. through the inside of a cupboard. They, they, they discover, they hear noises and they pull off the panels and they're like, what the fuck? There's yeah. a whole basement under here. And they're realising there's there's more to this house than they thought. Yeah. But they're seeing that as a positive when it's not actually that. And then all the all the crazy and terrifying things start happening like the child sleepwalking, uh, the child mm. seeing something and is terrified mm. and they're starting to freak out. And it just gets to a point where there's obviously something going on. This is not yeah. all in their heads. It's not their kid. And yeah. they have to go and, and, they, and the mother basically is like, please come to our house and help. Yeah. There, um, there are two really good – like we are getting to the scares, but there's two mm. really good moments that I love that I think are some of the best horror filmmaking I've ever seen. Ooh. Is when she's doing the laundry, putting the laundry on the line, and the sheet blows yeah. off and covers somebody oh, and then flies great. off. You go, that's that's incredible. Yeah. But the build up to the clap. Yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That scared the shit out of me the first time I saw yeah. it. Yeah. It, it's literally just they're playing a game and it's to clap to know where you are. One's blindfolded. One's and blindfolded and, she's, and the door gets locked in the basement. She's sitting at the top of the stairs and she can't get out and she's just lighting matches and trying to trying to stay well, safe. Well, that, I mean, that's oh, terrifying. On, on. Oh, no, which, you've jumped ahead. Oh, yeah. There's a couple oh, of different clap yeah. moments. Yeah. And then, but I, then it just next I to her head. I now realise which one you mean. So, yeah. And this is the thing. Like, this not, is, not the actual clap. There's a lot the, within. Not the stuff that more people came back with. But that's the thing. What's really great about this film, there's a lot within it. And it's great. I like that you brought up the set. It's got that very 60s feel. What it also means is there's a lot of dark corners yeah. yes. and it's shot in a way where you're constantly looking you know there are spirits yes. in this house so you're constantly looking in the space around the characters because yeah. sometimes something's there and sometimes it's not I'm going to yes. say have you guys yeah. watched Haunting of Hill House yeah so, oh, yes. I, so I blame Mike Flanagan for a lot of this in a good way in that I watch horror movies now and I look in the corners and the yeah. backgrounds to find ghosts yeah because in Haunting of Hill House there are always ghosts in the background yeah. oh. 
that's there's a whole that's like a, a whole Easter egg thing yeah. in that entire series. Yep. And have you you guys watched um, Bly Manor? I haven't watched Bly Manor. No, yet. I haven't yet. That's also very good, but and it's a similar thing. Cool. I blame him for it because after watching Hill House, but I it's do an that with every movie. Well, this is and it's, it's an amazing, it's an amazing technique. technique. And maybe because we're watching so many films with <laughs> like in such. I'm I'm starting to watch for that all the time. So Secret yeah. Life of Us has been really weird on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, you're looking few, in the corners of. Yeah, there's probably a couple of dead careers in there too. Yeah. Oh dear. You're not wrong. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But, yeah, so uh, they enlist the Warrens to help and the Warrens come to the house and realise pretty much immediately that um, this family, like the, the spirits, are, uh, there's nothing they can do. They're like, mm. you're not okay. Getting out of the house won't help you. Like, yeah. this is stuffed. Which is a really useful tool. setup. It's actually. Totally. Yeah, so a really useful so tool. That- but, I mean, I think they explain that from the start with the doll mm. where it's not about the object. You know, yeah. it's actually about something yeah. more. So it's the, the, the spirits feeding off their fear. Yeah. And, and it's the fact that... And unlike some of the narrative tools used in Child's Play, this is actually not knowing anything about, you know, supernatural exorcism. This is actually oh, believable. Yeah, You're totally. kind of like, yeah, okay, no, that makes they sense. It's kind it really of attached and well. yeah. itself to this family. So then it's like, all right, settle in. We've got to stay in this fucked up house. And they come to help and start recording things and, and seeing what's going on and put crosses everywhere. Yeah. And and it's great the way they use these different elements and they're, they're there with the family in the house going, look, unfortunately, it's all attached to you. Mm. So we're, we're going to help as best we can, but we've mm. got to figure out what we're going against. Oh, and we missed s- one detail. Sorry, the, yeah. the wife is um, – I was, I was is- just about – so they start researching mm. um, into the house and, and this is the thing. So we, there's something odd about the Warrens, but it's not really gone into detail about it pretty much until um, they st- they visit the house and they see the family and then they explain that the wife is kind of a medium. A medium, yeah. And so she can sense and see these things and and she knows when things are wrong. She can sense all part of it. So that's mm. the thing where one is a medium and one is the nerd, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And and they and they have been they feel they've been brought together by God to yes. do this work, um, mm. which which is a great storytelling element. Yeah. Sorry, my, my jumper just fell. It's it's almost like he, uh, um, you know, she brings the the psychic ability and he brings the science. And she um, she is brilliant at the way in which she acts. Oh, yeah, like, she absolutely is. Absolutely amazing. And like, also, everyone's great in this. There's also, there's also this added layer of tension based on the fact that we come to learn that in the past they were involved in an exorcism where something happened to the wife. She had a moment when they were – um, involved in an exorcism where she saw looked something. into the eyes of the person who was possessed and saw something, and it, it it's you know it's very um um H. P. Lovecraft. It drove her mad. She didn't Whatever speak or eat yeah, or anything just, for eight days. And he's the husband is is really terrified that this is going to happen again and he's going to lose her. So there's kind of that tension is always there in the background as well. Like he's he's wanting to not let her be involved and, and she's like, no. He's trying to protect her and she's saying, yeah, we she, have to help God this family. God brought us together. We have and to how do important this together. <laughs> and, and, but, but, I mean, um, it's in, every time you mention the, we mention the God bit, though, it does seem more dramatic. But it really it, it brings a powerful motivation mm. for them, especially mm. the reality that there's constantly a, a cost to them that mm. comes with this, but it's important for them to do it. Yeah. And you've got this family that they really want to help. And, and the family is being terrorised. Like, we haven't really mm. gone into detail about it, but the way they use the clapping, the fear, the noise, the ter- the child that's terrified because she can see something standing right behind it and screaming. I was just going to say, and, like before oh. before we get to what sort of happens in yeah. the third act of this film, this film just delivers some of the best scares mm. ever. Yep. I, w- I, w- I had seen this already and I sat down with Elroy and watched it a second time and still every moment – 
I was like, Ugh! and I, I yeah. do this thing that my friends call call flappy hands. When I'm watching a horror movie and I'm getting really afraid, I start. People listening won't be able to tell, but I start going. You flap your hands yeah. in front of you I, like I Mr. Burns. I kind of Burns. flap my hands yeah. in yeah. front of me. See, I do the complete opposite. I do this where I put my hands in front of my I – yeah. I put my hands do in front of my – No, but, you know, I don't look through my eyes, so I put my hands under my nose so if I realise I'm covering the microphone. I, tr- I try to cover my eyes, but I can't stop myself because it's a medium of watching, <laughs> so, so just, I can't do it. So I put them under my nose so it's almost there, so it's sitting yeah. at the so bottom. So, so you I, feel like well, you're, yeah, you're ready to voguing. cover your eyes if you need to. <laughs> well, yeah, but but knowing for well that I can't, I need to be scared. Yeah. Like, and this it, it really builds the tension beautifully. Mm. Beautifully, the dark corners are amazing. Like, oh and because God. this family is being terrorized, and you see it. Like, you know, yeah. the mother's waking up and she's bruised, finding bruises yes. and stuff. And and every single child that their dog is killed. <laughs> Sorry, every, oh. this just reminds me in the morning that first when, bruise, when she though, wakes up and I was she's like, got the bruise. I'm again watching this with Elroy, and he's like, geez, they really need to stop fucking. No, you were a bit rough last yes. night. And I'm like, it's actually that she's being beaten by a ghost. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Well, we, we, but anyway. We don't hit a king shame either. Um, no, no. No. Um, <laughs> we had a whole but, um, text conversation about that. <laughs> but this, yeah, every every moment in this that you meant to jump at, I jumped at again. Yeah. And the flappy hands, it's because it's a specific kind of jump scare. The flappy hands happen when – Something you feel something scary is going to happen, and for some reason the character is approaching it, and and that do you know what I mean? It's the person that yeah. goes yeah. down the it's stairs the in the in dark. Yes, yeah. yeah, so that's when the flappy hands happen because yeah. it's me going. Well, and this is the thing that the bit that we have that Shori was talking about with the clapping. This is oh. the mother when she's like, okay, she basically thinks one of the children or, or someone's in the house mm. or one of the children, and she's like, and and she's trying to get them to come out, go to bed. And um, then she's like, fine, you know what? Then you can stay locked in the basement. Um, and then she goes to leave and basically the door slams in her face and she yep. falls down the stairs. And then she's like, knows it's not a person and it's a yep. spirit or something. She's trying to get out. It's throwing her around. She lights matches mm. and you're looking in the corners, <sighs> all the dark corners. And and w- the, what's beautiful about it is, yeah, like, and she's screaming, begging to be let out of this room. Yeah. But no one else can hear her because they're all asleep. And that's... And it's just all of these – what's brilliant is for the family, all these tormenting moments, Mm. it doesn't get reconciled with someone coming to get them out of this. Mm. So when the Warrens finally come to visit them, the family all sleep in the living room together now. They don't go upstairs. Mm -hmm. They don't separate. Mm. And they're finally starting to feel a little bit better because they're this terrified about what's going Mm. on. And that's one of the things I love is is every time it's just this – it's just awful and things keep happening. Yeah. And And – Can I say the the, – Person, the figure uh, uh, that suddenly appears on top of the fucking oh yeah um, the dresser. dresser that scared oh, the yeah, shit yeah. out Absolutely. of me. Absolutely, even though I knew it was was coming, scared the shit out of me. The sheet that flies over oh, the thing the sheet. Yeah. scared the shit out of me. The just the when the woman and, is outside, and the, the legs the mo- hanging the, from yep. the. Yeah. The witch that hung herself it's, outside it's, scared the shit out of like. So basically, what we find <laughs> so out is moments. there's a character. We know there's lots of supernatural things happening, and the thing mm. is that it's taken of someone's land. They don't like the happy family. There's a mother that killed a daughter. Um, yeah. There's so many elements that could be picking well, onto this that it, we get. But it through. all starts from the genesis of um, there was a woman who lived there that was a witch, yeah. and she she killed her her child. So she she 
she got pregnant and gave birth purely for the purpose of being able to sacrifice a child yeah. to the to the devil or whatever, I guess. Um, and then after that happens, it's kind of like there's this just malignant energy that stays in the house. Yeah. And after that, there continues to be throughout history a series of horrific events that happen. Um, and we discover it's all connected back to that original witch spirit who is still at the house. Which brings us to our, our the third act of this, which is absolutely fantastic. And yes. we've got this brilliant cast with one um, – Guy that I just found really sexy. So that's oh, the other thing with the sixties. Um, the Asian one. Oh yeah, he's oh, cute. He's just yeah. really cute. And every time when he was running in the house alone, I'm like, no, please don't kill him. Please don't kill him. <laughs> <laughs> really cute. Um, was where my brain was going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so um, you do have a horror movie crush. Chatting about oh, we had a whole other crush. Night, well, yeah. no, I w- it wouldn't. That, that was kind of like a horror movie spank bank crush. That wouldn't be my okay. horror movie spank bank <laughs> <Okay>. crush. <laughs> I just think it's really the, cute. In the moment. Like he, I just was like watching him going. I absolutely would like to take him on a date. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fair, fair. <laughs> but uh, and and the third act is basically the family's trying to get out of the house, and and they get they get out of the house because it's just all gone too far. Like they cut the daughter's hair because the ghost is drag trying to yes. drag her up the stairs and everything. Like they it's just to become too much, yeah. and the, and the, the they're like, we need to do an exorcism but we need to get permission from the church. And the church are like, well, they're not baptised, so it's not really our problem. Yeah, well. and, and, I mean, I was like, "What? A, I'm glad they, instead of just constantly pontificating about the church, I'm glad they brought that up. Mm. You know, the church's selfish needs for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's it's it turns where the family are like, we're going to go into a motel and then it flips where – Oh, because that's right. Um, the psychic woman, Warren woman, sees her daughter in the lake. Oh, that's so they right. rush home because she's like, our daughter's in danger. Okay, yeah. And luckily they they save her from being destroyed by some spirit somewhere. There is a spirit and then, there, yeah. And then she goes, this is connected. So mm. we need to destroy the spirit in the house. And that's when we first see Annabelle again. Yep. Because when they go back home to check if the daughter's okay. The, the daughter daughter's says Annabelle. The whatnot. daughter said something about well, she Annabelle. Goes, she's running away from some kind of spirit in the house and she closes the door behind her and locks herself in a room. And this is another fucking terrifying moment. Turns around and there's some – figure in a rocking chair oh, yeah. facing away from her that just does the whole and like spins around and it's holding Annabelle. Yeah. The figure's holding Annabelle on its lap. Um, and that's when we first see Annabelle again. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I mean, yeah. this is this anyway. is a side storyline anyway because we've got yes. to get to the the crux yeah, 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 of it, yeah, yeah, the yeah. third act. So why does the mum go? Back so the mum the- is obviously possessed by the spirit, and and because they realise that in the house a mother had killed a daughter, and and this is the thing they're looking at all these processes of eliminations, trying to figure out what they can do, what's going to yeah. happen. Mm-hmm. And when he rings and goes, the mum just took the girls, and there are two of the girls, and they're they're driving. Uh, what mm. she's just gone, and he's like, she's going back to the house. Get back to the house. Oh, she's trying to. No, um, we skipped a part because there's skip? a moment. Um, Remember when there's, the, there's so a moment when the mum film. doesn't feel well oh, and yeah. she goes to bed. That's, that's the that's the um, laundry bit with the mm. sheet. Oh, is it? Yeah. She, so she, she goes, goes I'm going to go and lie bed. down and she goes, I'll do some stuff. She does the laundry, sees something, sees the thing. So then she rushes and the mother is possessed by something. Well, she goes upstairs and then you see this, the, again, I fucking shit myself and jumped. Yeah. It's horrible. The witch mm-hmm. appears above her all of a sudden in bed yep. and then just yeah. like very Jennifer's body, the black yeah. stuff and, and, into her mouth. And basically possesses her. Yeah. But and that's the moment where like, cause there's, there's usually that moment in all possession films where you're like, and there and it that's is. It. That's when it happened. Yeah. And, and that's when it happens. And basically the mother's possessed and the, and the, and yep. the witch won't let the mother leave 
the house if she when they yep. try to drag her like basically she's trying to kill her daughters in the house mm-hmm. yes which is great and the daughters of and and well it's not great but no. I mean everyone's <laughs> rushing back got five kids like, but this is what I mean the, the, the tension say. is so high and this is a house where they found crawl spaces and all these different things so one of the kids hides hides within that mm. and the other kid they save that that child from the mother who is at this point who they and they get her out of the house and just say stay here and get into the car mm. which is also terrifying for the child because birds start swarming mm. through everything and it's all mm, like crazy. Mm. And then when they try to get the mum out of the house, she's basically burning alive because the witch won't let her leave. Mm-hmm. And That's and right. because there's yeah. one more child in the house, yeah. they're like we uh, so the the cute cute Asian guy is mm, running mm. through the house trying to find mm. the um the other, child. the other child and which is terrifying in itself. Yeah. And they're all in the basement. Uh they've hooded her in a sheet and they're yeah. trying uh, and he uh, Mr. Warren goes I'm going to have to do the exorcism myself, yes. which is really dangerous. Mm. Yes. So they're all there together going. And, and this is their bit where it's like, we were brought together for a reason. This is that yeah, reason. because he's like, no, you can't be here because what happened last time? And she's like, no, God, is, and, and, together. And it's kind of amazing, actually. Yeah, and and it's it's brilliant. Like she's mm. just – she's this is exorcism at its best yeah. and it's possession at Well, this is this is the money shot great. of the film. Yeah, right? and the you mother know, is, is just out of control and, yep. and they can't get the witch out. They cannot get the witch out. Yep. And they're trying, but it's just not working, and it's terrifying. Yep. And then the Asian guy yells that he's found the daughter yes. because she's in a crawl space in yes. the kitchen. So he's trying, and he goes, "I'm going to get her out." And when and when the possessed witch mother hears that, yeah. she crawls into the yeah. crawl spaces. Well, idiot! And then like, says yeah. out loud, "Well, he doesn't know. He doesn't know. He doesn't know." And that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. And that's and that's the thing of it, where it's like, and it's what's more terrifying is that the possessed mother is crawling through the crawl spaces mm-hmm. in the house to get to the daughter while he's trying to get her out and they can't and it's like and everyone's trying to stop it and it's just mm-hmm. all insane and then through the hole that he's made in the kitchen the psychic mother comes and just puts her hand on top of her head mm. and brings a well not psychic medium mm-hmm. and and really tries to bring the mother to the fore of this because she can't she's try she's she's like kill me I can't do this what's going on do yep. I need yep. help I need help and then it's just remember this beautiful moment with your family yes. that they talked about earlier yeah, when they were at the yeah. Beach yeah, yeah. before everything was terrible, and it's that moment and the mm. love that she has for her daughter yep. that ultimately ends up expelling the witch yes. and exercising it, which I thought was really. I'm beautiful. glad it wasn't a Jesus yeah. saves. Yeah, you know, it wasn't a Jesus saves, yeah. but it was. It was about, and I mean, what I, a part of thing was what, what I love is there's so much extreme and terror in motherhood that is shown through this, and the mm. fear that's created in that that the mother actually then it's also the mother's love that is the only thing that can expel mm. it, which I thought was really wonderful. Mm. Yeah, and a, and with five kids, like a deep connection. Mm. It was the oldest two, obviously. The, to, if, it the was fifth, the, yeah. if it was yeah. the fifth one, it was like, oh, this is going to be a stretch. I barely but, remember. Um, the fifth exactly. one gets looked after by the oldest. And, and so the, the witch is exercised and then everything's okay. And the mother with the daughter, and the daughter is terrified of the mother who's been terrifying her. But when, at the end when she's like, I'm sorry, like I would never hurt you, I would never hurt you. And it's a really interesting thing considering we watched Hereditary, which we're going to mm. talk about in tomorrow's episode, about that, having yeah. those same connections. Yeah. But, and, it, and it's really great where the well, kids the both terrified and happy. Yeah, it's terrified and happy and it's kind of like this is the happy bow ending to it. Mm. We know there are bad things out there. And, I mean, this is the only one I think that we watch out of everything that has that kind of happy, happy, joy, yeah. joy bow mm-hmm. uh, in regard to it. But, yeah. It does, but then again there are a number of spin-offs and sequels oh, completely. where but <laughs> this is continues one where to go needed, badly. But- I, I, I would have thought it would have. I thought as we were heading towards that happy, happy JoJo thing, it would frustrate me, but mm. it didn't for me no, because was, yeah. because we literally saw the extremes of this torment that this family went through. Yeah, I loved it. But think yeah, about same. the movies we watched too, especially for this these two episodes. 
most of them have a very dark ending. Like, yeah. This oh, is gotcha. probably the only one that really has it. I mean, Child's Play still was kind of dark, but, it, you know, everything yeah. wrapped up. Mm-hmm. But this one is probably the only one where it's like, Yay. And the torment that yeah. the family went the through is they bra. needed that joy. They needed that joy. They needed that wellness. A lot of toasted yeah. marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, slime is still around. Anyway, we'll get to that. Yeah, anyway, that's, we'll, that's get, tomorrow's we'll get episode. to that tomorrow. Tomorrow's episode. But I think yeah. for me, like, James Wan, local Australian boy, is a phenomenal world builder. Mm. Yeah. I've, I've been doing – That is it that you've used. You've hit the word in the World builder is spot on and yep. they really do make a world here. Through yep. uh, With a friend of mine on another podcast, I've been doing all the Saw films. You've been cheating on us? I did this before us? we did this one, thank you. This was before I mean, you. does he stop watching horror films, really? I, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's cheating. But we've done all the Saw films and the first Saw film, there is so much in that world that gets played along later on. Mm. They get progressively worse Mm-mm. but – and it's all from James Wan and Lee Winnell, mm. who's another local. Lee Winnell, to me, will always be the guy from Recovery who used to do the movie reviews. And for okay. anyone yeah, who yeah, is yeah, similar yeah. age to me yeah, who yeah. watched Recovery on a yeah, Sunday yeah. or Sunday morning, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I knew him from. Yep. Um, but his world building and, like, you know, putting in the things about Annabelle, whether, you know, this movie could have flopped and we had nothing Completely. else afterwards. Mm. But this movie was very successful and it spawned spin-offs I don't think and sequels. But it was someone thinking of that, like even if it didn't create 50 more, he mm. created a world within the film. Yeah. He created these these tangents and elements that were I would, so I mean, I would imagine that Oh, that's right. Was... The end of it actually, that was the one bit I put my hands in front of my eyes. Um, it ended with, because with, there was this story box, which was like an access point for oh, the spirit. Oh, God. Um, which, and, and every time it had like a mirror that was twirling and you'd know that in the corner there'd be something there. Yep. And um, he puts it in the... He puts it in the um, how the room of of lots room of, of things, mm. of and objects. and it just kind of zooms into the the twirling bit. And I actually put my hand, I'm just don't, like just I in case wanna... I don't want to be possessed by anything. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> I don't want to. Do you know what? The, the thing about those kinds of scares is it's not even just the fear of seeing something; it's the fear of the anticipation of seeing something. Yep. Yeah. Like, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't do the hands over but, my eyes thing. I squint my eyes so my vision goes kind of blurry. I'm like, no, but, I and don't. The, the thing is too I love about this is that as a seasoned horror veteran like we all are, yeah, you know when the scares are coming. Yeah. So you, you can build up. But in a movie like this, yeah, it no. still scares me. It's still scary. But I think that's because it, it – you think you know when they're coming, but you don't always. In this film, scares sometimes and this come film out didn't of the blue. Jumps you in don't the sound. It didn't use jumps. Yeah. The soundscape is amazing. Oh my god! We'll talk yeah. about, I wanted to say about the sound because the sound right. with the clapping, yeah. with everything. It and it's the same with another movie we'll talk about tomorrow. Yeah, the sound is is almost a character in itself. Yeah, it absolutely is. Absolutely. It builds the tension. It shows. It I mean, we've te- talked about this before. Sound you is an integral element. Oh, of, I mean, oh, filmmaking, bit of horror, horror filmmaking, absolutely. absolutely. But the score and soundtrack are a big part mm. of it as yeah. well. Um, it just it builds the tension, mm. and you you feel it. So the music yeah, starts yeah. to change, and absolutely. you're just like, oh shit, what's oh shit, yeah. what's coming now? Come on, but please, I think. Please. But what I was going to say before, I think the reason films like this is successful. Is they don't always pay off with a scare, so no. you never. So you're always in that state of suspense because you're never sure is this going to be the moment when yeah. we'll see the thing. Like the ending with the mirror, you yeah. don't see anything, yeah, and you're like, "Fuck you!" It's, yeah. I got fuck all you scared, yeah, yeah. and it, nothing happened. It's and a horror movie that has a "fuck you" moment where it's something will happen, they'll build the tension, and nothing happens. You go, "Oh, fuck you!" Damn it. And then it happens, and then you and jump then it off. means next time you, you're constantly in a state of mm-hmm. tension because you're like, "Is it? Is it?" Is it yeah. this time? It's I great. don't know. It's the, it's the, I the mean, cat the thing film, that happens in a lot of movies too where the cats can, jump out. And yeah. go, I'm not a cat person. 
and cats would jump out and go, fucking cats. Have you Every guys time. ever watched a supercut of cats yeah, scaring yeah. people in horror movies? <laughs> it's I know I'm hilarious. Going to. Is it just, like, I think it's a scary movie where they just keep throwing cats yes. at the person. Like these yeah. cats, meow, 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 meow. He's like, okay, I'm going to have to very find funny. One. But yeah, like, I mean, I, I think. This is right up there for all of us, isn't it? Yeah, it's great. It's great. It's great. It's great. And it's clearly to me, I mean, I haven't done my research, but I'm guessing the kind of film, this was designed to be a world to oh, yeah. with, not one yeah, yeah. film. I mean, you I can see say, that it's planned It's that okay way, if you've done the research because Shory probably has it in his brain. Yeah. It's, it's all in there. I have nothing else to give but horror knowledge. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Shall we go to our third film? I can't remember which third one were we doing. The Taking of Deborah Logan. Oh, my God, amazing. I thought we were doing – okay. I'm doing the list we had with your text. Do we want to swap that around? No, no. No? You've said it now. All right. Let's Let's do it. So we'll go with the IMDb. An elderly woman battling Alzheimer's disease agrees to let a film crew document – did she agree to it though? I thought it was more her daughter. Sort of. Her condition. But what they discover is something far more sinister going on. Now, can I say with this This one – This is brilliant. This movie at the start made me very sad. Because it's watching it like all with all the you know out there. My nan passed away just recently, and so watching an old person suffer like this made yeah. me really sad. Yeah, yeah. And it was, my, I said to my wife, "You can't watch this one because her grandmother just passed away last the other week." Oh as no, well. absolutely not. So man. I said, "You can't watch this one. We, yeah. we stay away from this one." And it just, I ha- I worked as an emergency dispatcher for eleven years. The only things that ever got me were something that happened to a kid. Or if it was an old person. Yeah. And being on the phone with an old person used to break my heart every mm. single time. And so seeing old people suffer, as much as later on I get to the point and I go, well, this is awful, mm. but it was scary more than anything. But the start yeah. of it when she's forgetting things and when the daughter yeah. would – like it's the, yeah. the thing they do in movies where she'll go, she's about – was it Germany? She talked about something in Germany. Mm, yeah, and yeah. I've never been to Germany. Yes, you have, Mum. She's she like, goes, yeah, you have, remember? Oh, yeah. oh, and you see that confusion in the And the, the reality, yeah. It breaks my heart. She yeah. plays it brilliantly as well. She's, a, so, oh, she's uh, phenomenal. This is a found footage film yeah. um, mm. where there's basically a uni student studying um, the effects that Alzheimer's takes on the family, which I'm not laughing at that, but I'm like that. That I mean, no one's done a study on that before. Yeah. Well, no, but it was. I actually thought it was an interesting it's thesis. It's a good take. It's a good take. It was, <laughs> thesis professor's be- going again. No, because it was specifically the physiological yeah. impact of, the, on the daughter. of, yeah. of and, Alzheimer's and, on on the carers. I, mean, I was like, did great else, cast, when the, that daughter popped up, did anyone else go, Madden, "Hey, it's Helen Madden Hunt's sister"? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Helen Hunt's sister. sister. Oh, yeah. She played Helen Hunt's sister in Mad About You. That's the only thing. Oh my god! But she's like, oh, I'm forgetting names now. My brain is going like crazy. Who plays Roseanne's sister in Roseanne? Jackie. I can't remember what her name so is. So she is like her as well, where she's phenomenal. Her yep. timing and her skill. And and this, I was really, I loved seeing her in this because this really shows like. Is she actually Helen Hunt's sister? No, no, no. no, no, no mad, about mad About You, the no, series. No, because I just realised, like, because I didn't know that. And when she came onto the screen at one point, I was like, she kind of looked like Helen Hunt just then. And Not anymore. Wrote, no, yeah. there's a lot of plastic Well, there. and Elroy was like post-Helen Hunt or pre- and I was yeah. like, no, no, no. I'm not but, insulting her, pre-Helen yeah. Hunt. Um, and, like, this is, and, and this is, but yeah, so she played Helen Hunt's sister <laughs> in Mad About You. That's my only problem also, with found footage movies when they hire a, a known actor yeah. is it takes me out of it. No, you know what? It didn't take me out of it. This it didn't credit, take me out of it, but you thing, know what I mean? Like, no, I know what you mean. That recognition to Well, I'll be honest, like same with the academic student. Like she, I've seen her in tons of things as well. I think she was Harry Potter's love interest. Oh, is that who that um, is? In, and as well, I've seen her in lots of different stuff. Okay. Like she gets cast a lot as the the kid at school that everyone wants, and she's kind of nice and stuff. I, maybe it's not Harry Potter. Maybe it's some it's okay. story he's about to look up. Anyway, but um, anyway, yeah. But for it's me, with Potter. both of them, um, it's not Harry Potter. Okay, it'll come. She was in big one of the Big Mama's House movies, though. It's, I'm absolutely not that. So even though, but having these, these she's Australian. She was on Neighbours. There you go. 
Oh, maybe it was Neighbours. Oh, my God, yeah, it was Neighbours. Because she was in love with Connor and then Connor had a baby with someone else and Connor was the Irish I knew, actor. I that, that um, <laughs> Yeah, okay. That's, it's, oh, my God, I love that I assumed – I actually took it as, like, something completely different, but she was on Neighbours. She's great. Um, and this is – yeah, look, all actors are from somewhere at the end of the day, but we were making a joke when we did our found footage stuff that – you know, you know, if you're casting a found footage film, you're probably not going to work for a while. This is the other case, and and they're really brilliant. Yeah. Like they, it, it doesn't take, it didn't take me out of it at all. And and yeah, the reality that we're we think we're watching Alzheimer's decay, mm. but we're actually watching the possession. Mm. And it's you know, and it's it's a fantastic and sad metaphor for yeah. the the horrors of dementia mm. and and getting old. And there's there's actually a another film. Have have either of you seen Relic? Not yet. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but we did talk. We talked Relic about watching is it. Yeah, fantastic, and I highly recommend you to both watch we it. May, we may, we may watch doing this. A, a warning that is, uh, you know, for yourself, Shory, that this is another mm. metaphor oh, yeah. for the the horrors of aging, aging. And, and dementia. But Relic is fantastic. So what what's brilliant about this is the thing as well within the found footage is the two guys filming and helping her. She's paying them. Mm. So at multiple points of crazy mm. um there's conversations of them like i'm out like give me more yeah. money or i'm done with this <laughs> yeah. like finally we're seeing someone having some common sense in this mm. or the bloke who just turns up and he goes no you fuck it i'm done yeah but also, i'm sorry no one gets paid for phd or i know i did find that <laughs> no, really I'm odd like, i'm like and he, he wants you? double i'm like double of what double, like five dollars yes. a day like yeah. how much do you think she's gonna zero. get yeah, you know, exactly. yeah exactly i'm like i was like what kind of phd students got money to pay exactly you get your mates to do it you don't no one's got you don't have money yeah, it was Shut the fuck up, you're getting a sandwich. Anyway. But yeah. yeah. So This is what took me out of the movie. I'm like, <laughs> God damn it. PhD, PhD students PhD don't PhD. have money to pay camera crew. And look, this is, I don't even know how to go, I don't know how to go into so much detail about it because the, the realisation of possession, the different ways in which it's shown and seen, mm. the neighbour being freaked out, the mum, and we're watching mm. like, because they're thinking, we know it's not Alzheimer's because this is in our possession section of watching the film, yeah. but <laughs> them thinking it is and seeing those elements of moments, it's mm. amazing. And well, yeah. There's some really – like the the bits that always got me too is the – and it's the I talked about this in our found footage episode where they do the camera pan away and oh, they come yeah. back. But in this it wasn't as noticeable. Mm. So he'd be walking around a room and then, rah, 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 and then all of a sudden he'd turn back to the right and there was Deborah and you'd go, oh, fuck. But Deborah was like, "What are you doing?" Yeah, what like, are you doing? or sometimes mm. where he'd be filming her in the corner and she's just talking to herself, and mm. yeah. and once again, we know this is possession. Like, I wonder what this would have been like for someone that had no idea. And the but looking it, of yeah. like when she sometimes would they be filming her without her knowledge, and all of a sudden she'd just look at the camera and stare, mm. and you go, "Whoa!" Yeah, mm. <laughs> but, but yeah, there's something about this film that I think I think throughout nearly the whole film it treads the line of being. Uh, between being sad and scary. Oh, completely. Because the whole time you're watching it, there are certain behaviours that you that you kind of think you that could be Alzheimer's. Completely. Could, and, and, it's, and it makes you really sad to realise you can make a horror film out of the behaviours that people in real life yeah. experience as a yeah. result of this debilitating yeah. disease. Um, and that's – I mean, there's a, there's a scene where they – they want to interview her and at this point a lot of weird shit has happened. She's had moments where she's lashed out violently at people in the house and she's gone wandering out in the middle of the night into the garden and been digging in the dirt and there's this moment where they want to interview her and you can see that she has gone to an effort or, or and they've gone yeah. to an effort to tidy her up yeah. and she's in a nice dress with her yeah. hair done and her makeup done but the look on her face is vacant yeah. and confused and yeah. it's really sad 
and they try to sort of start to interview her and she's just not with it. Um, no. But and I, we see her at the start, like, I don't know if I'm comfortable to be filming this. And really the daughter's mm. like, no, we'd like to do this because they need the money. And, and that's the other aspect of about it that's really sad because it draws attention to the vulnerability of people that are suffering from yeah. either a physical or mental illness or some kind of degenerative disease. Yeah. They sometimes have to put themselves into positions they're not comfortable with because – they, they, because, you know, the fucking yeah. healthcare system isn't uh, enough to take care of people. Like. And part of what they've agreed to is to have video set up, camera set up through all throughout the house. So we're yeah. constantly seeing so many different things. Yeah. Like the mum throws up earthworms and that's when they start to realise that oh, yeah, something, right. this is something And the doctor who just different. goes, well, she was digging in the garden. Yeah. And that's the point where, where like, <laughs> Hang on. When they click on to the fact that this is not Alzheimer's, this is something else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. when. It's like, it, we're not just saying there was a bit of vom with a bit of earthworm in it. There it, was yeah. no like. Um, there was nothing else. It yeah, was all dirt and worms. Th- th- there was no bodily fluid. No. It was d- dry dirt she and eat, worms. She wasn't using her mouth as a shovel. Champ. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I okay. I just want to say because I feel like I have to get this out here, and I, I'm sorry. You don't I, like earthworms. I was a little bit disappointed by this movie. I, I felt, I felt like this movie for me was bookended with a re- a really good beginning and. Quite a good ending. But the middle was harder. I will agree with that. I, yeah. It dragged a little bit. Yeah. It it didn't just it wasn't just that it dragged. I felt like they were too um they started to become too forward with the the scares. And especially when you when you're just coming off the back of watching something like The Conjuring that yeah. that really um, had you in suspense the entire time mm-hmm. trying to guess when a scare was going to happen. I felt like in this movie it got to the point they were telegraphing the scares so clearly. I, I do actually and it agree. It was yeah. really obvious to me and they started happening too often to the point that it wasn't scaring me could, anymore. Could that be because we've just done a thing on I'll be honest. I'll, footage? No, you're, you're, I don't, I don't think so. Either I don't think I'm so. Still, I'm still jumping and scaring at things. I would I actually yeah. Yeah. agree with you. Like I, I loved it but it yeah, hit that. Yeah, I enjoyed you know, it but I was getting the disappointed were brilliant, near the end. But the I was like, overkill. I was like, well, okay, I'm he, not. It's not scaring me anymore because I can see. You can see where it's really going, where and I mean, it's, it's still happen. very terrifying. Like the mother's possessed; they've put her in the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, she keeps uh, going for walks with the daughter, stealing and the and at the point when she's stealing the little kid and doing that, like when they know this isn't Alzheimer's, it's getting more and more intense and mm. freaky. And, and when and they start like, to go into the backstory of the the local. French guy whose name I can't well, remember. And I found who the, was a serial killer. I found, I found the backstory a, a little much. bit over the top yeah. as well. I it was, was a bit like, tacked on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it yeah, felt yeah. like there was too much exposition. I was like, you know what? We don't actually need to know this much no, 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 about no. the backstory and, and, well, of why uh, this is happening. Essentially, they figure out the only way to get depossessed the mother mm. is to burn the body of someone. Was that it? Oh, or? The, yeah, because the, the, ne- the neighbor killed the serial killer doctor guy. Oh, yeah. That's right. And that's where they find the body in the roof. And yes. then the neighbour, and then so they take the body out to burn it. But then oh, mum that's keeps stealing right. It and, and that's, and this is, yes. and you know, like that's, but that's when they start to burn the body, that's when we go, okay, great. Like that's when all these elements finally no, get right, into a gear. And leading to that, you're right, Em, it just did feel yeah. like, well, mm. so much so that I forgot. We're treading water So a she's bit. possessed by this this guy who, uh, who was a serial killer that would, um, take children and kill them as part of this satanic. He needed to kill uh, five. He children. needed to kill. Who knows why? He needed to kill five children so to that become, I think it was become he immortal. Become immortal. And I'm yeah. assuming he only killed one. Like this is how much. And well, he killed I don't, four. I don't he killed remember four, this. and then, the plan was that Helen Hunt's sister was going to be the fifth. Yes, and that was oh, when wow. the neighbor yes. killed. Oh. Him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. and the neighbor and, took and him the out. neighbor yeah took him out. So okay. the, the daughter was going to see. be. 
Yes, and he he and that is the spirit. You know what's hilarious the... is I kind of missed all of this. <laughs> this is and not not. It's very and, quick. They mentioned say, it very quickly. It wasn't just a tired thing, but this is where I kind of remember the beginning. And um, when they start noticing things, and then I remember from trying to burn the body. Yeah, there's a bit. I feel like there's there's a section shortly before what I would say would be the beginning of the third act that feels a bit clumsy and rushed, yeah. which is where you get this sort of backstory and, and explanation they show that video for what's happening. Of, oh, this guy was and a it's killer like, and rah, rah, rah. Uh, yeah. Um, and and I don't know what, why snakes. There's some relevance of snakes, and I'm like, I think uh, that's just snakes satanic. It, it but, always but that's feels what like I mean. That that annoyed yeah. me. I'm like, this feels like lazy I writing. Mean, I mean, like, I was I connected it to the mother. And the dirt yeah. and the earth. The oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically once the- they once they try to stir- burn the body to get rid of the spirit, everything starts going crazy. The mother takes the child. Because she bites uh, a security, bites guard, a security and the guard, yes. guard at the, the doctor hospital. Mentioned something about like, he's having an anaphylactic reaction to it. To yeah. what? Oh, it's a rattlesnake snake venom. venom. Yeah. And because oh, she's bitten oh, him because she's possessed. She's bitten yeah. him so she's possessed by the guy. And but when the they problem- try to burn the bodies, like snakes snakes come out of everywhere and And we should mention the kid that she's stealing. She's in a hospital and she keeps going and grabbing – a kid from the hospital who's a patient, and it would seem to be a cancer patient. Yep. Um, and I don't know why. I'm, I'm guessing she somehow hypnotizes the kid, but the kid just goes with her willingly. <laughs> um, and the parents yeah. of the kid are like, Whoa! so yeah. Like, course, I mean, but, but remember, you this doing is not something? the first. Yeah. This is not the first time she's done that with that yeah. specific child. Yes. Mm. yes. So, so she basically takes the kid, and they're like, okay, well, we've got to get to this spot, and they kind of figure out where, the where old she's mill. going. The old, the old mill. And it's still. All the found footage stuff, and then and then the cop gets injured. Yes. So the guys like you've got, and and this is like the, I love I love that she was on Neighbours. I'm still blown away. Say, I remember her on Neighbours. It was the great. cop who clearly Sarah, the daughter, has a romantic history with. Of course, is it yeah. just 100%. me? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's clearly totally. There's absolutely. Tension. And and I I think. I mean, I felt she could have also had tension with the female police officer. That's what I'm that's saying. saying. Oh, wait, that's wasn't, what I'm saying. Because it wasn't like it wasn't like no, no, two no. cops talking. Oh. It was there are other faces going. And I'm thinking. That's no, but wasn't the cop that was injured the a guy? The guy no, yeah, but the female no, 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 one. No, the female no, no, no. cop was was. But killed. there was the guy who gets the the guy gets in. The, yeah, and that's no, when I meant in the mill, right? The okay. female oh, yeah, cop yeah, goes yeah. in, yeah. and and I think the reason that they I agree wrote that, that into it, the romantic um, back background between those two characters. Every horror is, film needs lesbianism. Well, <laughs> that, and I think <laughs> it's a justification <laughs> for why the cops would allow the daughter to come along yeah. because, like, again, we keep talking about in horror movies, why are they letting yeah. the mother just yeah. sit in there while they're I mean, that doesn't the explain the camera and everything else. But No, but, I mean, I think it's because they clearly have an intimate history and so she's like, come on, Sarah. Well, it's let, your mum. Let's let's yeah. It's yeah. your mum. I think that's your why. Mom's and, like, with this cameraman that for ages has been like, I don't think we should be here, I don't think we should be here, when everything turns to hell, it's like, you need to go and take the – and this is one of the things I liked, you need to go and take the cop and I'll take the camera yeah. um, mm. because I have to be with her. And they've really built a relationship through this PhD mm. research thing mm. of of like supportive <laughs> and knowing that it's taking a toll on what's going on and all this different stuff. And um and then they're yeah, they're mm. it's time to Oh, and there is actually quite a nice moment um when they go into the mill, which I think again speaks to the vulnerability of people who are suffering from these kinds of um illnesses, where the PhD student admits she's like, I My granddad it. never actually had Alzheimer's. I just yeah. lied for that, and it, it's a, that is actually one moment in this film that is subtle and quite nice. Yeah. It's this acknowledgement <laughs> yeah, of the, the, goes, I don't give a fuck. the potential <laughs> yeah. exploitation yeah. of, of, of people. It's great. Yeah, and then and this is right at the end, and at this point, the daughter's like. Pfft. 
Give a shit. Like, well, Alzheimer's is over. This is possession. She's like, bitch, and we've it's got not to, Alzheimer's. Yeah. I don't <laughs> care. And, and it's great. And so basically then they have to destroy the body and mm. they get into the room and there, there's the child as well and the mm. mother and it's all crazy. And, and they mum eating the child. Oh, my God. Eating. That's right. I forgot that. That, is, yeah. that moment, that is a, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I, it's eating the child. I did not expect that bit. I didn't expect the mother? it. I'm trying to remember what happens. I, I, do you know what? I, remember I can't remember because I, remember I, end end. I was genuinely. Do we know what happened to the mum? I was genuinely freaked out. Oh no, by wait, the I do. Moment. It's come back to me now. Sorry, sorry. Mm. I watched this the other day. <laughs> so I watched it yesterday. But this is the thing: there's so they they burn the body. Uh, mm. It it blows up. Uh, yes, the, there's the mother, and then and then it cuts to after all of this, it cuts to more found footage, which is news stories, and it cuts to the um the news story going that the mother is um the unfit to stand trial unfit for to kidnapping, unfit to stand trial for kidnapping, and all this oh, different stuff. That's right. So we know that she's okay, but she's obviously not okay. Okay, that's and right. um the reality that she wasn't in her right mind and then the, the little um, girl's in remission the little, turns out oh, the little girl who oh, was dying of cancer right. is in remission it. and is okay and and the news reports at her birthday and she doesn't remember anything of that crazy night and then it turns out like and we she looks at the camera she looks at the camera goes, yeah. and the serial killer is in her now yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. great 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 great, great. That like, and that's the thing strong beginning strong <laughs> and the middle point yeah I, to the point that yeah. I struggle to remember it but yeah like that was yeah. and it's that old chestnut but it's done brilliantly it's done it's you didn't done think it was all right. I think after all the found footage we watched, I was really happy with the way it was done. It was done okay. Okay, the thing seems tacked on. It wasn't bad. It was. It wasn't know. brilliant. And what's he going to do? Kill himself to be the fifth to be a model? Yeah, like, or could, maybe he made no because he killed the kid, so that's why he's a model in the kid. Maybe that's how his immortality really works. Well, yeah, he just has to keep killing now and he possessing just gets to someone. Live his so I like the idea of immortality out. being that. So you're always yeah. taking it away from someone else, and that's how you get it. Yeah. I feel like, uh, you know, having so and then I, watched, I would just look for a millionaire and yeah. find another millionaire. Yeah, I watched this um, with Vaughn. Only a million. And she she messaged Tristan, a good mm-hmm. mate Tristan, um, about this movie, and she was like, "Oh my god, I'm about to watch this," and sent him the poster shot, which looks terrifying. Yeah, yeah. The, the front of this. more terrifying than and a lot of the films. His yes. response, which we didn't we didn't read until the end of the movie, makes me think. I feel like this is a movie that it's because it's not always great in the in the yeah. middle. It's kind of known, I think, for that moment at the end with this where she has the snake. Yeah. Which is quite a yeah. it's disturbing. Very disturbing scene because Tristan just replied, Oh, I don't really remember that one. But is that the one the one where she turns into a snake yeah. and kind of bites the kid on the head? And we're like, yes, yeah, that, yes. Is that is the one. That's, that, that, that's the one. Um so yeah, I I have mixed feelings about this film. It's not bad, but it's not it, I feel like it we has such better potential. Ones Absolutely. And, it's and one of those films I, where you, you're – I didn't feel like it was lacking in potential. I think narratively it No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It had it's a bit so messy. much potential and it's a little bit for me, sad it, that it didn't quite live up to it. For me, it actually hit the notes of the potential. It's actually mm. more in a – it's all in a plot point and narrative. Unfortunately, they squashed in that. That middle point, I think, was heavily edited down. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say, this movie didn't need to be an hour and And they, they squashed mm. in – exactly. And they squashed in a lot – because that's how they had to get to that point yeah. when they could have seeded that a little they bit more. They could have seeded it and we didn't need to know as time, much about the background. When, so they we could think, have... when we think about that seeding, we're also talking about an amazing opening that really pulled at our heartstrings. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it really did. So, then you so feel they, for all the characters. I, there are three clear acts within this mm. that have three very different intentions yes. and that shows and unfortunately the second act was Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. No, you're right. The it's, and the sad thing no. is there's, there's not the through, <laughs> the through line. No, it's the one that's just there to connect the dots. And that's but that, the, that, the that was. The through line connecting the three acts the best is, Star not, Wars movie. is not incredibly 
like stable or cohesive. Yeah, it needed, that's, that's it needed a bit more. Sort of it needed. A, I don't know whether it, it needed was, a couple of uh, more drafts on the script. Well, not drafts on the script. It just maybe it was something footage-wise or whatever. But it was it was kind of like it built up so much. There's so much build up and there's so much payoff that that middle bit was just narrative. I, yeah, I feel like they needed to pull back. They needed to pull back on how much they they told us about the backstory. They needed to pull back on the the number of scares and make them a bit more subtle yeah. and spend a bit more time building tension yeah. rather than just throwing, throwing – much to the point, throwing. throwing scare after scare after scare in our face. The way I sort of look at it is that it was a – like host, it was an hour long and they someone said to them, you need to do 90 minutes to get a theatrical release. Yeah. I agree and that's – and they did. And then yeah, they yeah, went, yeah. oh, shit, we've got too much – Cut yeah. back down and yeah, they yeah. got to that point. Yeah. That's what yeah. it'll be. It'll be a studio yeah, note going, that, actually. we need more. Give me a yeah, bit more yeah. so we can put this in theatres. And that's probably <laughs> because, what like, That's yeah. the thing. It's like I, I, even with me looking at it, I'm like I'm not disagreeing in any way, shape or form, but I, I feel like it, you, I think you're right, Shori, because it just feels like it wasn't – there's an intentional thing that's going mm. on here. So it, didn't, mm. it doesn't feel laboured. It doesn't feel like this was always what we wanted to tell and they just missed the point. Mm. Yep. It just mm. feels like this is what we got. It was mm. a very tight one-hour-long film yeah. Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. the studio mm. – Studio notes, we need more mm. backstory, we need a bit more of this, you need to pad yeah. it out a bit. And, that's, and look, look that's like it. we said before, I w- th- that's not always a bad thing. I would have loved it if they'd they'd built in the backstory by seeding it along the way. Yeah. Like even if there had just been subtle conversations at the very beginning about, you know, a, a trauma that the daughter yeah. experienced when she was younger where there was this creepy guy hanging around the neighbourhood yeah. trying to snatch kids, yep. you know, just little things that yeah. started to build yeah. up to, oh, that's what's happening. Totally, totally, totally. Yeah. Instead of just going... Here's the backstory. Boom. Oh, and then we're yeah. in. It's like it, it to was, the point it was like that I forgot. Went, oh, by the way, the blah, 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 blah. I actually this. forgot. Like, yeah. yeah. Mm. So there we go. They were there our. We and that's our possession yeah. episode Oof. number one. That's part one. Happy all round. Three really great films. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Look, I love that we all had very different relationships to it all, especially yeah. just Shory not liking Child's Play. Yeah. I, didn't, I wouldn't say I disliked it. <laughs> I just like it using different terms to really make him get defensive. That's it. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. And then we have more Possession tomorrow mm. on our next episode, um, which – Possession like a- 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you then. Bye. Hey, everyone. Dean here. We're back tomorrow with more Possession Horror. It's going to be three new films, and we can't wait to hear what you think of what we think. Don't forget to hit us up on our socials and let us know what you think of the films we're talking about. We're on Instagram at Podcast of the Damned and on Twitter at Pod of the Damned. See you tomorrow.